Natalie, you made me think with your description of the float. Have you ever contemplated ayahuasca? Is this a place or is this a... No, this is a drug. So it's like a natural... <laughs> Where are we um, going? I think that it's boiling some type of leaves in this water and you have this, I think it's called a shaman. And he does this whole ceremony and you drink this liquid and people have these like crazy visions these life-changing experiences like I would be very terrified to do something like that uh, that maybe I just need to try a float <laughs> oh we're going from psychedelics to a float that's well good. she's like sort that. of that's sort of the the experience you described so if I could get that without needing a drug then I think I might consider it hey gang it's another yes. week gone by what's going on what were you guys? Yeah. How are we already going into week five? I was saying to Aaron at some point this week, like it's flying by. Time is flying by. We're almost, yeah, we're into week month two. Is that wild? Uh -huh. Did you guys take a peek at my little game plan for you? I was trying to figure out which month is which so the one that we're in is that the first one I was trying to count forward to when we're gonna have to run long runs can we pull it up okay so I this is a loose game plan guys it's just to perfect. give you like we talked about last last time just to give you an idea and I was not available to pull it up on my phone and I couldn't remember is it at the end of October mid October I think it's October eighth oh it's october 1st oh there we go yeah that's cheers. better and worse at the same time <laughs> okay <laughs> seven days sooner <laughs> month one which is what we're currently doing um has been trying to establish three runs one to three miles a week okay so it's about establishing that pattern so we'll finish that off for the next two weeks month two will be to keep that pattern of the three times a week we're not going to increase frequency based off past based off future goals i think that three runs is what our goal is um and then we're going to just increase that mile that mileage to three to four for each of those we're going to keep it like um yeah. just to, to create a nice you know base before the base starts if that makes sense uh, then the next month, that's when we're just going to start to increase a little bit of the miles, keep that three times a week. We're going to go up to a max of seven miles. And in there, I am start um, some hill training. So I always like to do hill training. I actually like to carry it right through to the end of training. But I think it's important to have it at the beginning. And that's sort of how you create your strength build up the, the leg strength, your lung strength, foot turnover, like heels are really great. So it's important to start them in the first phase. Then for month four, we're going to be at increasing from seven to our 10. So we're just gonna, the game plan here starting so far out is to do this slowly, right? We're, we're not in a rush, so we wanna build it up slowly. Um, so that month will be going from seven to 10 miles. And then we will keep our hill workout a little bit in there, but we're gonna shift some of them to more speed work. 
okay? And speed working doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be going back to what you guys are kind of doing now, but you're doing fartlet, fartlet workouts with walk run. We might just turn them into a run jog down the road. Mm-hmm. And then um, the month five will be where you guys are going from 10 to 14 miles, roughly here. I, I will consider if we want to have a couple of the long runs. We'll can, you, you know, that's going to change as we go through months three and four. And then our very, very last month, which is basically race. So um, because it's the first day of the month, then we'll make sure towards the end of month five, we're tapering. When you were going through this plan that you were saying, you guys are going to do this, you guys are going to do that. Are you going to do this as well? What, how does this translate for you? So, yeah, I would absolutely love to. Depending on where my body brings me in the next month or two, my base training might be different. And, you know, like my frequency, like I I might have a different day-to-day plan, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep the same plan with you guys in terms of the hills, the speed, and the long ones. Okay. Okay. So we'll have, we'll, we'll have them sort of mirrored. Um, but I'm hoping that mine will look a little bit different. Okay. Okay. That's my secret goal for myself, but I love how you said lots of time. This feels like a flash to me. Okay. I feel a little bit terrified right now. Oh yeah. If I'm being honest, looking at this, think of it right now on think of a year though, Aaron, like that's a half a year in front of your face. It, when we break things up like that, you're right. It looks daunting. Like, holy crap, that's only six months, but there's so much time in six months. This is honestly, um, realistic time for you and where you're at right now. And you're, you're going to succeed with this, I believe. Right. So Mm -hmm. here it is. It's like, it's flashed in front of your face. But then, like with most goals, okay, you see the entirety, but now scale it back and now just work on one month at a time. And actually, once we have pull up the month, then we're going to work one week, one day at a time. So it does not become overwhelming. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, girls. So thanks for sharing that, Jess. Can I ask another question? Yeah. About our training. How do you train differently for like the fact that this is a trail run? So like, are Ah. we supposed to be doing those runs in a trail all the time? No, you don't have to do them all the time, but you definitely have to get your butt in there once in a while. Do you No, it's getting the distance. Um, that's why actually hills are very important to do in this training program because trail runs are very up down up down up down turn but right so you need the hills uh make sure that you guys aim to have some of them in the trails okay i wasn't sure if like every run had to be in a trail because that's a little bit harder to manage because i don't know how to run 10 miles like I'll get lost in the forest. Even if you wanted to focus on like the small ones, like the three, four miles. Okay. 
doing once a week one of those, you'll be fine. Okay, okay, that's helpful to know. So how did everyone's weeks go then? This week for me just like evaporated. I don't really know where the week went, but uh, I was trying to look back at my notes because I'm pretty sure you told us to do two three mile runs last week. And that's what I did. So I either maybe heard you wrong or. Which is, could have been my bad and that's fine. I'm so happy to hear that you both got two in. Awesome. So what, what were they like? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Who'd you see? Well, I'm counting my two as the two we did together. And Jess, I think you did one in between, right? So you did three. I did do three. Yeah. This, um, this week I found we ran on Friday and the first half was slightly miserable just because of the weather we were running right into the wind. Um, and I really, I felt like I was struggling quite a bit. And then when we turned around to run back, it felt lovely because the wind was at our back kind of helping out and the temperature had improved. Um, and then when we got to the end of it, I was really quite impressed at our pace and I, I was texting you just about that. And really just because it was an indicator to me more of like the walk run, because we haven't been tracking that in minutes, our pace seemed very similar to what we were doing like throughout our entire training last time around, including when we were running 10 and one. Yeah. That's yeah fantastic. And that sort of surprised me. Because we're probably, I mean, I know we're running further than we're walking where I would say the very first one we went out and did, we walked more than we ran. So now right. it's over. Yeah. That was actually my next question. Do you notice a difference between that? Like from week one? Yes, I would say for sure. Awesome. Yes. I did three runs, two of them with Aaron, one of them by myself, two strength workouts and some walking. So good week. Nice balance. Yeah, it was a good week. How is it not having strength together yesterday, girls? How how that right. feel? Did you miss me? I missed you. <laughs> Aaron, feel free to say the same. That's okay. I missed you. <laughs> I was happy we made it work to do the run because I wasn't going to be getting in a strength. You guys should see my basement right now because of that flood we had in our storage room. Everything we own is in our basement, which is our typical workout space. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Um, but anyways, I, I wasn't in a position, even if I wanted to, to be able to do something in this space. So I'm happy that we got out for a run okay. instead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nat yeah. Natalie, you didn't comment about your homework. Okay. Well, why? What do you want to know? Well, we noticed on your sheet. I failed miserably. So, I mean, it depends on how you define failed. Walk through your mm -hmm. first walk. What happened going into it? Between the time we talked, had you changed your mind already and just decide where did you go? <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. I'm, I'm interested what to happened? know yeah. if it was. Yeah, you just tell us. What, talk us through what was going on in your mind. Okay, so Friday, I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this every other day, 30 minutes, blah, 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 blah. Wait, so what that, happened in no. 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we had that conversation. You forgot right after. Yes, yeah, she didn't have, I mean... Yeah, we all yeah. got a little twisted on our home. Did we list. podcast last week? I don't remember. In one ear, out the other. <laughs> okay, so I got on the treadmill, and you're right. I immediately ignored ten. 
I did 30 minutes every single day, ladies. I know. Okay, then, but how does your body feel? No different. But no worse? I don't know how to answer that. I feel did like... Did you see Mike this week? Yeah, I saw him this week. And I did tell him, I don't feel any better. Definitely don't feel better. Do I feel worse? I would say like a quarter step backwards. Like not a full step, not a like, ah, but it was just this little bit. And he actually said to me this week, okay, I'd like you to try 30 minutes, walk four minutes, run one. Whoa. And I'm like, huh? Said, I just told you I'm not like, he's like, I know, but I want you to try that. We're going to try it and see. So I did that today. I literally walked four, ran one. I don't feel like it's good. I don't feel like my body is ready, but I'm listening to him to try and see. And I'm also really done with this. So I'm just going to pay the consequence when I have, when I talk to them. Yep. I'm doing my walk and I'll suck it up when I get in trouble. Isn't that awful? No, it's not awful. It's human. Yeah. So I don't know. Here's the thing. When we went for our sauna yesterday, I said to Andrew, there's some cool things I could do that I haven't in a long time. So I was kind of like pumped. And then we went and saw, saw a movie and no, like 10 minutes into the movie, I'm already shifting. I can't sit. I'm like, oh, so then there's moments where I feel like nothing has changed. Nothing. It's very hard. Like I'm so used to running through pain. I've ran through stress fractures to the point where it's like, like literally your bone is cracking. I'm always used to having aches and pains that I just ignore and go. So right now for him to say, stop, if it stop, if it hurts, I don't know where that like line really is. I know that sounds mm-hmm. stupid, but like, I feel it. So should I be stopping now? Mm-hmm. It's not super painful. Cause I could still move. That's well, your I'm threshold doing. for pain and your tolerance are higher than the average person i would assume and that's why right now because he's told me to try but stop if it hurts i i don't know what to do so i literally today said well i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it and so guys yes i failed in terms of doing what we said we were i was gonna do so can i ask do you feel different when you're walking than running um that's neat erica sometimes no it really for me is incline okay so that's why he told me to stay only on my machine right now right. uh any type of incline is where i feel it more when i started running today the pain increases a little bit more than walking but but you feel pain when you're walking too yeah yeah did you ask your physiotherapist one of the things we talked about last week was asking about boundaries like was he okay that you had walked 30 minutes every day? How many days are you supposed to do the run walk interval stuff this week? Or what does your week homework from him look like? Yes. And I, I did make sure that this time I said that and I told him, please give me limits. Uh, so he originally said the four minute on one minute walk, uh, run story like every day. He's like, yeah, you could. And then I said, oh, he goes, or if it's sore, then skip a day. And he said, and that, if that goes good after a few tries, then go to three walk two run. Okay. So he said, I could do it every day, but 
only if this doesn't produce any more pain. Where am I going to go with that? I'm going to literally have to wake up and be smart. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'll be tricky. Yeah. Slowly increase and I don't get worse. Am I going to get better than what I am right now? Because this is, I'm not okay with this right now anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I can push through it. I want to be able to like do a few movements in my daily life. So yeah, my because you is- can push through the activity pain because that's a, the activity is the reward. Yeah. How are you going to choose what point you need to back off? Well, that's hard, Aaron. Like, how do you measure it? You mean, Aaron? Yeah, how do I yeah. measure that? Well, I just worry that you are going to that it's tough for you to, to call. So is there a different way you could make that call? I don't really know. Yeah. It's like his comment, if it hurts, then don't. Well, but I just told you, I still have a little pain. So, so the type of injury I have right now, or whatever's happening with my body, it's literally, so that's where we're at girls. Okay. I will think about that, Aaron, and maybe I can report back next week with maybe how I was able to measure that or what happened. I mean, you could just use like a pain scale, like on a scale of one to 10, today's a one, today's a seven, and then decide that like, Pain, I know those scales to me, it's like zero, five, or 10. Like, I, I don't know the, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have it, or I really have it, or, yeah. I guess maybe it's like, if you're noticing the pain during the activity increasing, or you're noticing after the activity, the pain increasing from that, like, base level, yes. then that's something. I think I don't know if it's easy to identify that either, but. No, I think that could be a good indicator, like, um. In the past when I knew, oh God, like I'd leave, get home from my run and taking my shoe off or lifting my foot up in the shower to shave, I'd be like cringy. So, and then I, I could tell sometimes with little setbacks that, oh, there it is when I lifted my foot. So I'll, I'll use that. And I think you're, that's smart. Can I ask you a hard and potentially uncomfortable question? Is that what we're here to do? We can always cut it. (laughs) Our our dynamic is interesting because I struggle to like motivate myself to get out the door and I complain about doing the thing. And I'm wondering how that feels for you. Like listening to me like whine maybe about a three mile run feel any type of way for you or do you just separate yourself from me? Just like, yeah, I feel like I listen to myself complain about going out and doing that, or I have to like psych myself up to do that. For me, you're right. I separated in the fact that I know this is just my personality and that's yours. Like I, there's, how do you feel when you listen to me going, Frick that it hurts. Why are you doing it? Maybe it's similar. Like where I think you- it's the other way. I think I just sometimes it makes me self-aware or I feel as though I feel annoying to complain. Oh no. I, if you're, no, I don't get annoyed at all. 
But I guess it's also, you're probably used, used to that as a trainer who works with people at all stages of their journey. Yeah. And Aaron, to be honest, what I've always loved about you, like I'm just picking on you right now, is how aware you are. So there's no judgment, but a lot of people just, oh, but I don't have time, Nat. No, like I had a busy week and I hear all the excuses and my job is to help them kind of through a couple of their excuses. But Aaron, what I've loved about you since day one is you'll come to me and say, I didn't do it. And I know, I know why. And I, I know don't why. have a good reason for it. And that some days you have said that. I got no reason. I just like, yep, I can't do it. I really admire that. I love that. So I've never felt annoyed with your way. It's your way. You have okay. your struggles and I have mine. And I'm sure there's times right now where you're like, what the heck, lady? Like, don't no. run 70 miles a week, then you won't be broken. You know what so, I think it is? I guess we just all are, we have compassion and empathy for each other. And that can go, that's not just exercises, could be how we all view food, how we all view our kids, how we all view yeah. our husbands. Like, I, I think that that's why we're all friends is we're here to be like, you mm -hmm. know, what? these are my weaknesses and all of us. Yeah. Are like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Thanks. I guess that wasn't so hard or uncomfortable. No, you made me think like, I don't know. I got a little sweat there. What's happening? You <laughs> <laughs> just would understand if there were times where you were like, okay, like enough already and roll your eyes at me. Oh, one day we all have moments that will click and as a trainer and as a friend and as another mom and woman and all that kind of jazz i'm here to be here and support you and carry on to be with you until it clicks and if it doesn't we're still here i'm still here it's gonna be a long journey natalie's comments about self-care i think what were that was one of the other sides to the conversation we were hoping to incorporate so nat you did a little bit of self-care today going for a float with your friend have you guys ever done that I've never. Oh, I have. Okay. Jess, did you like it? I think I've done three. Okay. Or two. And I did a long one and I did a short one. And I think I need to do one in the middle because the long one I felt like was too long, but then the short one was too short. So should we explain what a, what a float is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll do it. I'm the one who's never been. Why do you <laughs> <laughs> So, um, a float is basically you lie in body temperature water that has like, what is it? 300 tons of salt or 300 mm -hmm, pounds something. or whatever it is, uh, of salt. And you can, you're in this pod and you can close it entirely, have it black and then have either no music or music. Mm -hmm. Um, and you lie there and you're right, Jess, I did the 90 two years ago and I was like holy moly how am I going to do this for 90 and oddly it went by a lot faster today I did 60 and I have to say 60 felt like that was the sweet spot sweet spot so 
my girlfriend who was also injured, the two of us decided, you know what, like we should go and we had gift, gift certificates. Let's go do these floats. And it made me think of when I booked it, it made me think of us and thinking how self-care is, it is not just fitness. It is not just nutrition. What else do you do in your day in your life that helps you be more well-rounded and take care of yourself? Um, it was so weird. It's like I was for, it's like I did some sort of drug in that pod. I did not shut the lid. It freaks me out. I actually had to do one of these once or twice where I open my eyes going, okay, anybody in here? So, um, I found myself today stuck between, I never actually fell asleep this time, but I wasn't awake. It was so <laughs> weird. And all these cool thoughts were like coming in. And basically one was, I thought, this is really weird how like our bodies are just these vessels, like how our mind and body are connected, but they're so separate. Right. Mm -hmm. And you did do some drugs while you were in there. Holy. Ooh. It was like, <laughs> and I felt like I was spinning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyways, what do you guys feel with self-care? What do you, what do you do? What do you wish to do? What do you think are good outlets to do so? I find self-care is a tricky thing to talk about because I think that self-care can be kind of trendy or it can get confusing. Like what genuine and true self-care is versus what like people are posting on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Because it's not all like days at the spa or like something really involved. For me, self-care can just be like going to bed early sometimes or starting a podcast that I really like like it doesn't have to be complicated. So my self-care, I feel like it's a hard question to answer because it's very simple and basic. And I'm does self-care mean taking care of your body or does it mean taking care of your mind? Or what? I think for me, it's mostly, yeah, my mental health. I'm just really bad at it. I, I, I struggle to do self-care without guilt. Like that's just what it, I just that's a challenge for me. I have a question because when Nat texted the self-care topic, I immediately thought of baths. When I was a kid, my mom would always try to make me have baths. And I, to this day, hate having a bath. But Erin, you have baths all the time. Is that just because you like them or is that a practice of self-care for you? I mean, like, I is that just how you bathe? You prefer a bath <laughs> over a shower and there's no other benefit to it. It's just that you enjoy bathing. I, it's all of those things. I like a bath before bed. I, so I do it as my means of like not being a filthy human being. <laughs> it is self-care, but I think for me, I just feel like that's not good enough. Like my ability to have time to like wash myself like that doesn't count you know how like mm -hmm. they say when you have babies and going and having your shower like 
I remember that feeling so incredible. Like when I had little newborn babies who were on me all the time and needed something that was that 15 minutes in a shower felt like the, the best 15 minutes of your life. But I refuse to believe that that counts. Like to me, that's a human right. What that is. I just, I think I distinguish between them as that's like a, a basic, um, I don't know what the word is. I just see that as, I don't know, self-care. I just see beyond those things. That seems like a basic human right. So what do you do for self-care then? What's your go-tos? If you said you don't, you said you struggle with that one. Well, I mean, I, I feel self-care is like, um, hanging out with my friends, like being around grownups, which I don't do a lot of working from home. I do feel like going and getting my hair done or, I mean, going to do something like a pedicure at a spa or going to bed early. Like I do count those things as well, because I do think it's all encompassing. Um, I just even found myself today, my parents texted and said, you want to go for a walk? And part of me was like, oh, can I do that and be on a call for an hour and a half? Like, I just feel like there's an underlying, like I have to kind of justify it. Mm. So you chose, you choose one or the other instead of doing both. And I did both today. I did both, but, but the thought process that goes along with that, there's always a level of like justifying it. Okay. You know, listening to you guys, had you asked me, let's say, you know, a year ago, um, self-care would have went immediately for me to massage, um, taking care of my muscles, um, physio, right? These floats, it to me would go immediately to ways to heal my body. And yet now I feel like that shifted where it's today what I did for my muscles and my body and my mind felt so important but then I think you have such a valid point Jess where when I sit down and play my guitar that's me taking 20 minutes and taking some time for myself and not in that way but like doing something for my soul Mm -hmm. and I think it's neat where you you brought up the trendy thing because I think a lot of people go to well, pedicure, manicure, facials, that that's self-care. And I think a lot of people apply it to the physical or the aesthetic instead of the mind and soul. Yeah. And I, I hear you, Aaron, that, that getting your hair done or getting a pedicure is self-care because it is you actively doing something that you carve out the time and the space for. So, so there is that. It is still self-care. But I agree with you, Nat, that there is sort of, for me anyway, another level to it that really does replenish your soul. It's not just the physical care. It's, it's the holistic kind of full circle that you get from doing things for yourself, whatever it is. Yeah, agreed. I have um, not been sleeping. Um, since- I saw that. Okay, I wrote that down. And I actually decided to write it down because I'm dealing with it on my own. And I thought, you know what, this is a really important piece of my puzzle right now in my journey. You know, it's funny that you say that because even the things I describe, like going and sitting and getting my hair done or having a pedicure, part of the reason that is valuable to me 
is because it is a forced situation to just sit and do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I, I have a hard time resting in my house because I always feel an obligation to be doing anything else. So I think even those things, I think part of the reason they appeal to me is because it forces, forces me to just go and sit and and Do you're nothing. able to be present in those moments. You're not sitting at the hairdresser thinking, okay, like if this takes longer than two hours, I'm not going to be able to whatever, like, are you able to sit there and just I give in to the, the commitment you're in more than in my normal life for sure. Because usually those are things that I've planned for and accounted for. Okay. Interesting how you prioritize some things like that really got to get my hair did I'm committed to yeah, it but guess what that's once every four months true right true. so it's yeah. not like that's not something I'm going and doing on a weekly basis I haven't been for a pedicure in six months so those things are also not um like there's a novelty aspect to that uh-huh. yeah that's which is, is part of self-care sometimes that's okay to have the novelty side of it right painting our nails isn't necessary but sometimes those things make you feel good. I think that is part of self-care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the best self-care I had recently was sitting out on my front step last weekend in the sunshine reading. Oh, and it was so nice with the weather. And there was like a little bit of a glimpse of, I swore to myself, like, I'm really going to enjoy this summer. Like, I'm going to remind myself how lovely this weather is because how quickly we forget how winter feels. God, this is the never ending winter. It is. I said to, to my class today, part of me wants it to keep snowing and be this until May, just to be like, wow, remember that year that we like never got summer? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No. Good thing for it is, we're not going to win on the other side of it. It's not like this is just shifting everything forward and no, we're just no. going to get a shorter. This is what I'm talking about from a couple of weeks ago where I said, we don't get spring mm-hmm. because at some point it's suddenly going to be summer. Lots of basements are going to be flooded and everything. It's going to be like mid June and things are not even green yet, but we're already well into the summer season. Yeah. It's crazy. eh? Anyways, do we have anything else left to say about the self-care? Natalie, you made me think with your description of the float. Um, have you ever contemplated ayahuasca? Is that what it's called? Do you know about this? Are you shaking no. your head? Is this a place or is this a... No, this is a drug. So it's like a natural... <laughs> Where are we um, going? You guys <laughs> got to read about this. So they do it in different places. I feel like it's in South America and they do this whole ritual where I think that it's boiling some type of leaves and they boil this leaf in this water and you have this, I think it's called a shaman and he does this whole ceremony and you drink this liquid and people have these like crazy visions and like um, these life-changing experiences and I'm, I want to do it because I feel like it's such a cool, um, the whole idea is like really cool that you could have this crazy out of body experience. And they say like, you can have like your life, like all of your memories sort of flashing before your eyes, but people have variations, like all drugs of like how well it goes sometimes the, but it okay, makes but you it, really, it can make you really sick. It's not shrooms, right? 
It sounds it's like you're describing it's, shrimps. Sort, it's probably something similar, right? These types of drugs that come from these plants that create that sort of, but you're making me think maybe because I'm a wimp, like I would be very terrified to do something like that, um, that maybe I just need to try a float. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going from psychedelics to a float. That's well, she's sort like of, that. that's well, sort of the, the experience you described. So if I could get that without needing um, a drug, then I think I might consider it. I mean, I'll do the drug with you if you want. If you, want you should read about it. You should read about it. You know that show, what is it? Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow does that. And then she had. Them. It could have been. Chelsea Handler is the one who did it that I, I, okay. I can't remember if I read about it, if it's in one of her books, but it's pretty can you get that here? Or do you have to go outside? You usually have to go. Like, it's usually a whole ritual that happens. You need a shaman. You need wow. a shaman. Yeah. Yeah. What's anyway, it called? It's called ayahuasca. Interesting. I think. Huh. I've never heard of that. I'm surprised that you've never heard of it. Yeah. But anyways, read about it. It, it sounds will. very appealing, but I'm thinking I'll start with a float as a first step to <laughs> enlightenment. Jess, do they have 30 minute floats in? I feel like they do, or they used to when they first opened because okay. I definitely did a shorter one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 30 minutes would not, not be no. enough. Like no, an I hour don't. was really good. Aaron, it's, it's worth giving it a try. Like, I don't know. My girlfriend that I went with zonked right out, fell asleep the whole time. But she falls asleep when we go for dinner. Like she's one of those. I honestly talk about resentment. Don't you want to punch her given you're not sleeping? Oh my god, she is hilarious. We we've got traveled a lot for different races. And honestly, there's one day and we were at dinner and she was at the table and she was like this. Head down, down <laughs> I I'm like, are you sleeping, sugar? And she's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> So she totally slept. When I went last time with Andrew, he slept. I just feel like today I couldn't, I always knew there was music. I always knew there was something. And then, but I was definitely in a weird space. Not in terms of trying to go back to sleep at night, have you tried laying with like TV in the background? Like I know they say TV is not good for you, but sometimes I find I like sporadically have really disturbing dreams and I find sometimes I have to to get out of it and to not like fall back asleep back into that I almost need something in the background to just barely focus on to kill the vibe you know something that you could just listen to in the background where you don't have to you know just enough to distract you I know that it's terribly wrong too like you know you're not supposed to do tv and but are you promise not to tell anybody? <laughs> I actually turned my iPad on and I had Seinfeld on. Yes, I was going to say Seinfeld. I put Seinfeld on and at some point I ended up asleep. I had it beside me and poor Andrew, he's not poor Andrew, thankful for Andrew. He's been so patient and he just let me do it because I was like, I'm, I'm too messed up right now. Like, I I 100% have white noise in the background every night when I go to bed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I usually wear headphones so that I don't disturb Scott, who sleeps like the dead. 
but um, yeah, a hundred percent every night, always, 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 always. And it used to be friends when friends was on Netflix. I used to just turn that on and pass right out, but I cannot go to sleep in silence. I will be up all night. Interesting, Jess. Mm-hmm. And I'm not watching it. I usually, I'll put it on my iPad and I actually turn the screen off. I just hear it. Yeah. So and I zone right out. You're not talking like white noise, like, like, oh, oceans or birds. Like you like, like TV. Or I've tried, I've, I have a subscription to Calm, Calm, that app for mindfulness, because sometimes I do like to just sit there and practice breathing when I am feeling anxious, but I can't do that at night because then my mind turns on and then it's just like mind is going crazy while I'm listening to birds or waves. Like I need to actually, and it's like, I guess I'm watching the show because I, it's a familiar show that I've seen a billion times, but I just listen to the conversation and it's enough that I don't spend my own time thinking about things. Like I just listen to the show and I fall asleep. It's kind of amazing I feel a bit codependent. I wish that it wasn't that way, but it's been that way since I was in undergrad. I've had friends on in the background or a show. Interesting. Awesome. Okay. Well, it's something. Yeah. And then, sorry, do you let it, does it play out or is it there all night? Like, I have it- a sleep timer, so it turns off like after an hour. Okay. Of course you. <laughs> Technology, I'm thinking, so do I get up and hit? stop and just like there's timers for that Nat. <laughs> yeah yeah there are and if I get up in the night I usually have an earbud in so there's one earbud in and one earbud out but like if I get up in the night and I wake up I'll just click the earbud and it turns back on and then I pass out again and it turns off after whatever period of time cool do you Aaron, do that Erin or do you just no you said you have your tv on sometimes I have a tv we have a tv in our bedroom so that normally happens to me more if I'm home alone too. Like if Jeff is out of town, I'm more likely to struggle if I roll back over, but I've had nights usually it's either like dream induced or sometimes just anxiety induced mm-hmm. where, yeah. And I like a show like Seinfeld was actually going to be the example I use because similar to friends, it's like a show you've seen, you, you kind of know the storyline. So it's not like there's any desire to really pay too much yeah. attention. So you just have it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find it's enough to distract you with. 100%. So I think girls, the next two weeks, I am saying three runs. Okay. Runs, so let's yeah. stick to that little monthly plan three runs of one to three miles again if it's one mile it's about building up the frequency building up the um, consistency is what i meant to say okay so that's your homework and we've laid out my homework i'm going to continue to post the recipe so the the cauliflower one i did i haven't even made myself oh so my cousin passed that on to me and i thought oh here's a good one i'll so that looks like a cool side that you could make with a meal. And I will get on that as well. Okay, cool. I'm going to make this too. Okay. So that will, yeah, that one I have not made. So we'll try and I'll add to it. And I think it's great to have uh, some variety. Mm. <laughs> the picture isn't all that appetizing looking. No. Um, if I'm being honest at first glance, but I love cauliflower. So. 
but that's in that could be a nice like side to it, a meal especially you guys say you're you're big on a meat and a you know sides so let's yeah. try that sucker okay cool amazing here's an awkward segue okay sweet i made your soup oh <laughs> not awkward but it's hilarious uh how'd you like the soup i loved it three out of four for our family because henley doesn't like creamy stuff i feel like it would have gone over better for our family to not puree or to not use the immersion blender so you would yeah just just done it chunky just done it chunky they love chunky soup so okay try that let me know i'm gonna i will yeah thank you very much for our weekly chat get your homework done and we'll uh see each other next week yeah thanks guys okay bye bye guys bye so were you able to relax i was oh good except in the back of my head i kept thinking like are they gonna make me late is it timed okay and then when i got out and i was showering and i was trying not to be crazy then i looked at my watch i'm like five to two (laughs) so yeah anyways